0: Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on CookieCast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. Me for the day, for uh, some of you, a great thing, for others, who knows. Double games, movies and TV, if if that's what's been going on in the last week. And uh, some stuff from the last week, so yeah. If you're not checking us out on YouTube, please do, there is a YouTube channel and on there there are videos... So uh, that's, uh, that's cool if you could check that out. And while you're there, if you subscribe and click for notifications, you'll be made aware of uh, future videos. So there's that as well. So there we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Well does this look like? Ooh meaty. We do like it meaty. Got coffee, wanna drink it. <sighs> Hello. It's me. Is it me you're looking for? Mmm sound that everyone wants to hear. A man slurping. Uh, so here we go it is Monday I know that because uh, I was reminded what an absolute joy Mondays are (sighs) a bit down today Um, been a bit down since yesterday just funky in a funk some might say, just don't really feel like I want to engage all that much. Uh, this is a man who's just had a forty-five-minute phone conversation, um, but other than that, yeah, don't don't feel like I want to really do this sort of thing anymore. I don't mean, podcasting, don't you guys worry? I wouldn't do that to you. I mean, like. You know how the state of the world is and stuff and just I keep seeing that sort of phrase I'd like to get off the ride now I would very much like to get off the ride now um, both globally and domestically is that right foreign and domestic I don't know so uh, it's monday it is a it's a it's a, a a lovely if somewhat windy evening, which is strange because it has absolutely tanked it down today. Insane weather. Um, so yeah, I've got a list. Um, one of those weeks where I was a bit like, "Am I going to have a list this week?" And then I looked at my list. I was like, hmm, "Hefty list." Um, First on the list I wanna talk about walkie talkies. Yeah, didn't see that one coming, did you? So I wanna talk about walkie talkies and how great they are. When I was a little kid, all I ever wanted oh not all I ever wanted. What something that I really wanted was walkie talkies. That I think there's a child there's sort of things in life that never go away. Like as a child, you're like, I want, I want some walkie-talkies. And you don't get walkie-talkies. Then as a 40-year-old man, you're like, never did get those walkie-talkies I wanted. And there's been various points in time where I've attempted to get walkie-talkies. Um, there was a point in time where me and a group of friends were going somewhere. And it was a two-car situation. And because of that, somebody, and I think that somebody was potentially Ian, was like I'll bring walkie talkies, that way we can stay in touch. I was like, well this just got even better, I mean I'm a man who loves a road trip as we know, but you're going to bring walkie talkies into this party, now it really is a party. That sort of thing, um, it's fun closest I ever came when I was younger and you've got to bear in mind I'm a child of the 80's was I got the the the, the, the equivalent of two tin cans and a piece of string not much further away from it than that it was two phones with a really, really, really long cable like a ridiculously long cable the only problem with this was that they needed batteries they needed square batteries square batteries don't have an A number like double A, triple A do they? they are just square batteries I believe Huh. Um, so they needed square batteries, but because there was two of them, they required two square batteries. I believe they may have been a Christmas present, and it was a bit like, oh, these are kind of cool, not quite walkie-talkies, but um, close. And I believe that at the time they were given as a gift to me, there was a battery situation. So got the opportunity. I think they had a button on there's a lot of I think in this. This shows how good my memory is. There I think they had a button on where you could like like call the other phone. And I'm sure they had like like an old like a landline phone, they had like, you know, one to zero, one two three four to zero. Then a, like a call button or a, like a buzzer and then there might have been something else. Then there was, there was the long cable. You talked into them. It was essentially two phones and a, and a bit of cable and you powered them with batteries and that was that. Once those batteries no longer worked, they were never replaced. That was a thing. I I I I can only presume that batteries were like, you know, gold in the nineteen eighties because I have a lot of memories of things starting off with batteries and those batteries ran out. And that was the end of that particular toy. Its function that required batteries was never to be a thing again. Um so that was the closest I got to walkie talkies. And like I say, being 40 years old, that has never gone away. Until recently. So, first week of the summer holidays obviously makes a huge difference, you know, seeing as kids haven't been at school for five months. But, you know, there's no schoolwork, so, you yeah, know, it's different like that. So, uh, various conversations, conversation about a tent, So, to my elders would you sleep in a tent, oh absolutely, absolutely, definitely, 100% I would sleep in a tent, Sorry, but would you, uh, you know you could get a tent and a sleeping bag, stick you out in the garden, job done, oh yeah, definitely, yeah 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 yeah, absolutely, asked again, sort of in between times it was like well you know I had a look that you can get a tent for x amount and then a bigger tent for x amount and a, a, you know, a sleeping bag for x amount and so on and so forth and so, to be fair it's not horrifically expensive to buy a tent you never know when you might need one uh, you get a half decent sized one and if she does want to sleep in the tent she can do that get a sleeping bag to go with it cool little thing so back to the child you know there was a conversation about a tent yeah would you sleep in it for definite yes what if you got cold oh I'd do this what if you got scared oh i do this all this so in the end the royal we rolled the dice and got a tent sleeping bag and I'm like there's going to be out there she needs a way to communicate With the house, and realistically, a good way to do that would be walkie talkie. I was the only one that shared this. Um, My eldest also agreed walkie talkies would be a good idea, so it's kind of one of those sort of wore that situation down and ordered walkie talkies. So they arrived, tent arrived. uh, Day one, right. Are going to put the tent up? Yeah. Sleeping bag? Yeah. Oh, there's also these. Oh, walkie talkies, they're cool. Again, they're, they're really good. They're, uh, there's two walkie talkies, as you'd imagine. Uh, two docks for charging. Um, various things that you could add onto them, um, like a wrist strap, a belt clip. They even add, like the earpiece so you could look like full blown CIA. Um, I feel like there was something else. <laughs> yes. So there was all that sort of stuff and it was like cool walkie-talkies. Um Day one, out in the tent, I was staying things, walkie-talkie. And if I'm honest, um, there was points in time like, you know, it's three o'clock in the morning and somebody's squawking over a walkie-talkie to you and you're like, uh what? Um and other variations of that time. Three, four, five o'clock. Uh, there was a couple of points of time where we got like. Crossed channels with other people. And the weird thing was. That the other person who was on the channel was like. Uh, Cookie. I'm like hello. <laughs> the weirdest thing is like. The person was actually talking to me. Um, so. Walkie talkies however the fun did not end there you know when you're a, when you're a parent and you go out for a walk there's a lot of walking um, or travelling of various sorts in our world um, get out, get some exercise do a walk um, they've both got scooters um has also got a bike so on and so forth like well get out there you know when they like set off and obviously they're on like a scooter or a bike or whatever and they shoot off down the road and you're like oh I need to tell them this or oh you know stay there or don't cross the road or don't do this or do do that or whatever take the walkie talkies with you one to one child one to yourself super cool because you're like oh is the road clear yes the road's clear oh well you can cross and just wait on the other side or wait for your sister and then cross the road Oh, I can see there's a there's a truck coming behind me and we're technically walking on the road so tuck in at a distance that you would never be able to sort of shout that instruction such a a cool way of doing that sort of that outside thing know um, various other things just sort of messing around and stuff um, Loads of fun. One of the funny things was um, the baby yeah. using the walkie-talkie. <laughs> that was hilarious. One morning she just got hold of the walkie-talkie and she was like, "Hello!" It's like, wow. She's obviously seen me use it. She's seen uh, the other two using it and stuff, and had worked out that you hold it up to your face and you say hello she wasn't pressing the button, the button which would have been amusing I was trying to press the button for her but she just kept pulling it up to her face she like hello it's like, ha, that's brilliant so something that I was to say if you are a parent um, there's a few things there that you need to, to bear in mind uh, one thing I will say is something I was super impressed with uh, we had it absolutely bang on that we were like She'll go out there. She'll spend half the night out there. It'll get cold. Uh, she'll get scared. All of that sort of stuff. And she'll come in, and that'll be the end of the tent. Um, and out of that, you know, they can use it as a den during the day. They can play out there when we're out in the garden. You know, that sort of thing. Couldn't have been much, much more wrong. That sounds wrong. That's bad grammar. Couldn't have been much wronger. <laughs> um, she did. Get cold. On the first night. And she did. Ask to come in. That bit was correct. However. Second night. Back out there. Got set up with some like, hot water bottles. Some like. Heaty. The wheaty things. Extra pairs of socks. Uh, a onesie. she went out on a onesie. All this. That was that. And then every night past that. And there was a point where we got her. Um like a fold out sun lounger used it as essentially a camp bed after that I was a game changer she was out there till like 6 o'clock in the morning it's like cool absolutely good on you did the whole week, did an entire week sleeping in a tent I can't, I struggled to get in and out of the tent let alone sleep in there um, so yeah can't, can't knock her for uh, for, for doing it Mm Mmm, coffee, 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 So that's walkie talkies. Um, can't think what day it was. I've written down old body. <sighs> Must have been Wednesday, was it? Tuesday, I do a big workout on a Tuesday. Because Wednesday is my rest day. I have all my days worked out for workouts and exercises and things. Tuesday, big workout. Wednesday, hill sprints first thing in the morning. So it would make sense it would be Wednesday afternoon. Possibly Thursday. One of those days last week. I, I ended up turning around at one point and saying, Today is the first day of my life that I have felt old everything hurts I have this theory that um, my kettlebell exercises that I do uh, keep away a bad back because of the way that the dining room was set up last week I wasn't in a position to be able to do those kettlebell exercises and boy did I know about it Jesus halfway through the week My back was in agony Uh, I'll spare you Some of the details uh, But uh, I went to the Toilet one morning And um, Couldn't wipe Because my back was That Bad Probably a bit too much information there But I'm just trying to give you an idea Uh, Yeah Absolute Agony it's got to the point now that the amount of weight that I'm lifting, um, I should probably wear my belt to do some of the exercises because it's a lot of weight. Um, so yeah, so my back hurt. Done hill sprint, so my legs hurt. Um, I'm doing my, like, you know, I'm doing a lot, of, a lot of lifting, a lot of weights at the moment. Uh, so everything from like, I <clears> know <throat> waist up hurt. I was tired, and basically I was just, I was just like, this is the first time I've ever felt old. Everything hurt, and I've been in a situation, I've been in situations where I've uh, you know done massive amount of exertion, and then you ache the next day, you know you've done a a 10k without doing any training. Uh, you've done a 10k when you've done, year, you know, literally years of training. Um, no, months of training. Um, so on and so forth. You know, I've been in situations where I've done a massive amount of exertion and then ached the next day. That's nothing new to me. In fact, that's something very old to me. But this was different this was, this was an old man feeling and 40's not old, I'm not telling you what it is but 40's older than 20 and it's older than 30 and it's older than 39 and I felt it for the first time ever and then I'm like, like my knee was hurting Uh, last night when I was working out I, I jarred my elbow and I immediately, I'm like do I, do I need to start taking cod liver oil? I'll go back. To, I used to take cod liver oil. Um, do I need to go back to taking cod liver oil? You know, that's an old man thing. And then it seems like, well, you know, realistically, I think it was Joe Rogan that said if you're not doing yoga, if you're a forty year old man, forty and over, and you're not doing yoga, you're really going to suffer later in life. Should I be doing yoga now? You know, I'm forty now. Um, Admittedly. I haven't felt that way since. I have managed to get back to doing various exercises. That I wasn't doing last week. Kettlebells being one of them. Um, And I've not really felt. That way. But. I'm presuming. Come Wednesday. I'll be running up and down a hill again. So who knows. What that's going to look like. Um, Yeah. I, I suppose we want. You know. It was kind of scary. If that makes any sense, it was kind of, you know, is this something that I'm going to have to adjust to? Is this some? Is this? Is this life now? You know, something that I've been thinking about recently is, you know, I'm I'm My eyesight will start going eventually. That's a thing that you know, you can't get away from. Things like that. Like I didn't think 40 was going to be a big deal um but maybe it's a bigger deal than I thought it was going to be you know that sort of thing we shall see I'll give you an update if I remember um but yeah you know, just, it's just giving me some bit, a bit of food for thought I think um I had a situation last week where uh, my eldest is super tall, um, which she obviously gets from me. Um, there was a time in my life where I was considered to be quite tall. That's not the case now, because um, I've shrunk quite a bit. Um, so, my eldest is super tall. Too tall for legging is, is the issue. Um, so made the decision rather than trying to get a, like bigger leggings, which just will not fit. Like, well, let's get some cropped leggings. My go-to is always ASDA. Let's go to ASDA and get you some clothes because I know I can get X number of items of clothes for um, not a lot of money. Perfect. Went to ASDA and it was like okay you are in this age range and you can have nothing uh, if i wanted to get leggings for the middle child as many leggings as you want however for my eldest, nothing like wonderful went to Sainsbury's now the way it works is Sainsbury's is essentially over the road so next logical place to go Um, can't say I would ever go to Sainsbury's first for children's clothes because in my experience whatever I've found in Sainsbury's I know I can find in Asda for cheaper Um, sometimes considerably sometimes a little bit never you know it's never more expensive in Asda than it is in Sainsbury's because Sainsbury's is that you know ever so slightly further upper class um so we went to join the queue now this in itself was a surprising thing because there was a queue which doesn't seem to really be a thing anymore like queuing to get into supermarkets doesn't really seem to be a thing, you know. When we went to Asda, they've taken their queuing system away. The doors just open; you just go in. I imagine if you get like loads and loads and loads and loads of people in there, they would stop you and go back to queuing. But I don't know how if they've taken the queue system away. So we join the queue, which seems strange in itself it was raining so we were sort of tucked under like an awning they uh, at one point came and offered people umbrellas uh, which I thought was kind of cool but then that might have been an indication that there was something that wasn't quite right and then it began so nothing's happening as far as the queue's concerned there is a definite queue but nothing's happening as far as people going in but there's plenty of people coming out and as time goes on we can see that there there are people that are sort of work that work for Sainsbury and sort of doing some sort of queue I want I want to say management but that's not the word I'm looking for but then after a while you notice that there's people that are just walking in Like, why are we queuing essentially not being allowed into the store where other people are and that's that that's the the kindling let's say so it starts the rumbles the rumbles the rumbles in the queue why is that person going in We're, we're queuing it it starts from behind it starts in front it starts the guy in front of me the guy in front of him, the lady in front of him and it just starts and it just gets worse and me and my elders are just stood so eventually somebody turns up who works there? any idea what's going on here? because you know we're queuing and there's people just going in and out ok so the internet's gone down now I knew that there was an internet issue because uh, a lot of people from my work had been texting on a group chat thing saying that loads of people had lost the internet um, Plusnet possibly who knows
1: so I was like oh well that
0: ties in so they've lost the internet which means that the smart shopper which I think is the little scanny gun thing you take your own scanner you scan your own shopping um, that wasn't working which meant that there was these huge queues and they were stopping people going in because They couldn't get through the queues. Because they couldn't function. Because they didn't have any internet. But then people started. Well. uh, Well how come other people are going in then. Oh no they're getting stopped at the door. They're not they're just walking in. Uh, people were leaving the queue that we were studying, people were joining, people were just blatantly walking past the queue and then walking in, which every single time that happened more people started to get annoyed, more people started to get high Then there was a point where one of the guys um, that works there comes along, he's just moving trolleys around and he's like it's going to be a while people because there's no internet and we're trying to clear the queue so that we can get people in and so on and so forth. Guy further back's like, well can we go in then, no, no you can't go in, oh, well can I go in then because my wife's in there, oh go and speak to the guy at the door he might let you in, and again this just sparked another thing. You know, people then they started joking. Oh, my wife's in there. Oh, my loaf of my loaf of bread's in there. But I was saying to people, it's like the bat signal had gone off. At the point, everyone started to queue. It was like the bat signal had gone off. Um, not the bat signal per, but you know, not the bat signal. The Karen signal because there were people that were just walking up and there are certain type of people maybe those people would be you know, you know called Karens who knows, I don't want to say one way or another they would walk up they would look at the queue assess the queue and then just walk into the building and then there was people that were walking up and they were doing the I can see that you're all queuing and I can see how this queue system works, you know. There's the front, there's the back. The back's a long way away. You're clearly not going in. But I'm more important than you guys, and I need to go in before any of you. And I've only just arrived. More than once, that was a situation. A woman turned up, and you're like, do you know? I don't even know where the guy who works here is. Don't know. He seems to be collecting trolleys. Oh, it's just. Uh, I normally get allowed to go in. Um, in front of everyone else because um, I'm a carer alright okay she went off to the front of the queue spoke to the guy at the door and got turned away and then promptly left me and the uh, there was an old boy in front of us, and me and him like well that didn't go well did it but it was just observing how Quickly, the situation escalated I, I, I'm not you know I'm not a massive fan of standing in a queue when people are just walking in but <sighs> volatile is the way I would describe that situation it was it was gonna be bad news if it hadn't been, you know if, if it hadn't have been bad news it was gonna turn nasty. In the end we ended, we just walked away we were like we can't stand there for the rest of the day uh, we went to Morrison's instead that was a complete joke turns out having gone to every supermarket in York it turns out that there seems to be a shortage of girls' leggings I spoke to a woman in Tescos and she was saying they haven't had any they're not expecting any there are no deliveries due for those items of clothing Uh, as an aside I had to go to one of my least favourite places Uh, this will be the third time I've ever been in here Uh, weirdly the first two were with Rob Rafton uh, but we had to go to Primark Uh, and you know something For every supermarket in York. That doesn't have any leggings. Primark. They had all the leggings. Like all of them. I presume they must be jacking trucks. That are destined for like. uh, Asda and Sainsbury's. Because they had all the leggings. So. uh, You know. It's good to get sorted. Um, Right let's. Let's move along. Let's move along, shall we? Um, let's do some pet, pet love pet hey, I've actually got a pet love pet hate this week. Um, my pet love is... Um, I've put it down as parenting hacks. Um, in hindsight, I don't mean that. What I mean is... It was what I was saying about the walkie-talkie thing. Just finding something that makes... A set, a situation easier, especially when you're dealing with children. Um, just just that, just making that situation easier, making that um, making it more fun. Um, like I say, it was a lot of fun, and it was, and it made things easier. It allowed my um, my eldest and middle daughter to be able to go off in front and not have to worry about stopping every two minutes um you know they're they're a lot quicker on their scooters so uh, they can just go and then you can call them and you know those a point where i was like saying stuff i was like oh we'll just come back and it's like well you know you don't have to i can see you and stuff um pet hate this is one of those where i can't imagine anyone loves this but burning your tongue is is this week's pet hate um But it's not just burning your tongue. It's burning your tongue when you knew it was going to happen. Let me explain. I made a road coffee uh, the other morning. I was taking the older two out for a walk. Um, Just, you know, when kids are like, uh, sometimes they get like that. They're like, just come like balls of energy and they're just. You've got to get them out of the house, you've got to get them doing something, some sort of physical exertion, because otherwise they're going to kill each other or themselves or something. So I'm like, I was about to make a drink, but let's get these guys out the door, get them on their scooters, just like, you know, 40 45 minutes round trip, just burn some of that energy off. So I made a road coffee. I got a big, um, keep your cup, spoon and a half of coffee. Spoon spoon of sugar. Uh, poured hot water in. The left room. Poured cold water in. Got so far down the road. And I'm like. Right. I know. That this was. Boiling hot water. I know I left room to put cold in. But the one thing I know. About these cups. Is no matter how you hold them. How you. How you feel the cup. The contents inside is a lot hotter than it feels on the outside basically they're very well insulated and that also means they keep their heat very well also we were 10 minutes away from the house so ultimately i'd made the drink 15 minutes ago i'm looking at all the, the sort of information i was like i might be able to drink this coffee because i put some cold in and I took a sip and I burnt my tongue and the first instinct, the first thought the first thing that went through my head was you knew that was going to happen because the information that you had told you there was absolutely no way that cup of coffee was drinkable for you personally, I drink drink a, a lukewarm cup of coffee um, hot, you know, you'd never describe it as hot, let's put it that way. So I knew that that drink wasn't, for me, drinkable. Yet yeah, I was like, oh, I'll just have a sip. And it burnt my tongue. And then I was annoyed. So, uh, yeah, this week's pet hate. Burning your tongue. Or should I say, burning your tongue. When you know you're going to do it. Um... I've watched no television Uh, I'm still on the podcast train Uh, It's been super useful Um, Just putting podcasts on YouTube Um, A lot of the ones I'm watching at the moment Are actually video podcasts Which make it super Unlike uh, Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast The ones I'm watching are Video podcasts I'm watching the Bill Burr And they're doing them all by Zoom uh, At the moment so I'm getting through them I think I got through did I start on 16 and ended on 19 might even be more than that I might have started on 14 and ended on 19 Uh, and then I put that the audio on when I was working out this evening (coughs) so no TV the only TV I would be watching is what we do in the shadows but I can't watch that on on a work day let's say so there's that I have, however, watched two films. Um, My middle daughter has a collection. um, It's called a Treasure Cove, I think. Basically, it's loads of Disney books in a box. Um, They're like adaptations, I suppose. Basically, they take an entire film and condense it down into a few pages in a book some of them are really long um, Cinderella is a long one um, Like Frozen and Moana are a bit shorter uh, but then there are ones that are like Pinocchio that takes forever to read so it's that you can imagine but then there's like other ones there's like um, I am a princess and it's just a load of the Disney princesses talking about what they like to do So there's a variation of different things. Um, She's been really good recently. um, Like changing the books that she wants. Which is cool. She got into a point like all children do. That she just wanted the same book over and over again. I must have read that Frozen book. About a hundred times. I've read the Moana one a few times. But I have less issue with that. Um so this, like like the last week she'd been changing her books left, right and centre one day we had Cinderella one day we had Frozen Uh, she also had a couple of other books Where Do Trains Sleep and Where Do Diggers Sleep Uh, two books that I want to hate because they're written really weird but by the end I find that I can't hate them because they're kind of cool Um, one of the books she picked which piqued my eldest's interest was Incredibles 2 now my eldest has seen the Incredibles but I've seen it that long ago that she doesn't remember it and certainly hasn't seen the second one my middle daughter has seen neither of them so Yesterday they'd watched Frozen two earlier in the week, but I think I must have been making tea. I didn't see a single moment of that film, so I must have been doing something that took a while. I can't imagine what tea I would have been making that took all that time. Anyway, not important. Um, so we we had a conversation, and we were like well uh, I was saying oh you know there's a film of Incredibles and we. My eldest wanted to watch Incredibles 2. Because she knows she's seen the first one. But was saying she doesn't really remember it. But she had seen it. I was like well if we're getting like the middle daughter involved. Should we not watch the first one? I was like we could do a double bill and watch them both back to back. I know that that's not, that's not realistic. But you know. I like to throw these ideas out. So ultimately we landed on watching Incredibles. And my middle daughter didn't want to watch it. Um, but she quite into superheroes in a way. Um, and she'd enjoyed the book. So I put the trailer on for her. She watched the trailer and she was like, Yeah, that looks good. Let's watch that. So we put Incredibles on. I and mean, we watched it. I have a lot of time for Incredibles. Um, I don't think it's the best. Of the Disney Pixar films. But it's certainly very watchable. I've seen it loads of times. Uh, and it's superheroes. I do enjoy. Um, sexually. When the, when the kids are on the island. Spoilers by the way. Uh, when the kids are on the island. I really enjoy the stuff with. Um, Dash. Uh, when he's on the island. So, sort of like It's the first time he's really been able to. Sort of cut loose and use his powers. Um. So half of the stuff he does, he doesn't. Really, he didn't know he could do. Uh, that's uh, that's fun. That's cool. So we watch that. Something interesting. You know, when you've seen a film a few times, but then you watch it, and I don't know whether it's watching it with a certain a different eye. Maybe there are some themes in that film that are a bit grown up. Um The Bad Guy talks about killing people. Um the Mum talks about the fact that if the if the kids get caught they'll be killed and is very serious about it. Uh there's a bit where Mr. Incredible gets electrocuted, like as if they're gonna sort of electrocute him to death. There was other stuff. Um I remember there was like, stuff at the beginning that I was watching. Yeah, like, um, people getting grabbed by the throat. Um, like, Mr. Incredible threatens to kill the the henchwoman. Is she a henchwoman, sidekick? I don't know. Yeah, henchwoman, I suppose. I watch it I was like, there are themes in this film that are a bit... I don't know how child-friendly they are. I don't know if I was just maybe a little oversensitive or maybe that's something that's flown under the radar previously I don't know Um, it was an an enjoyable watch I'm not saying it wasn't Um, it's a great film Um, I don't think I need to review The Incredibles at this point in time if you've seen it you've seen it if you haven't you're probably not going to is the way I usually do these things Um, so that was that Uh, this is one of those I have watched another film if you've got no interest in DC animated movies you probably want to spin on for a couple of minutes Um, I watched shit I've taken it downstairs Superman Red Son a gift I got for my birthday yeah yeah I think yeah let's go with that Um, I've been been sort of desperate I've got a list of films that I need to watch I've probably told you that so i got a bit desperate wanting to get stuff watched excuse me Um, so I was like right I I sat down last night I had my tea and I watched um, Superman read some Works on the principle that uh, it's like an alter, ultimate Superman story. Works on the principle that when Superman crash landed on Earth, rather than landing in Kansas, he lands in Russia. Um, and it's it must also be set earlier. mention of the Cold War, I'm sure it's like I'm sure it starts like 1946, it might be just after the end of the Second World War Um. so anyway I I don't know if that's important Um. It gets to a point where Superman basically goes to be a Superman in the sense of um, he joins like the government uh, becomes a symbol. Um, the Russian government send um, video to um, like world media, um, and obviously, you know, people in America view that there's a point in time where um, he has to stop a satellite crashing into uh, Metropolis. Um, so. You know, re- is revealed to the Americans. Um, ve- some very interesting views are portrayed in that film. I think they used it as an opportunity to sort of say a few things that you know they might, as as, as creators, they might feel. Uh, there's mention about how um, the press is just used to spread lies and um, confusion and like the media and stuff like that obviously that's very poignant at the moment I know Americans suffer greatly with um, hugely biased media we don't have it as bad in this country but I do believe that um, that's not to say we don't have it in this country I know there's been a lot of stuff recently about the way certain places are reporting things um so something that really stood out <coughs> certainly early on in that film was that they sort of obviously using it as a platform to say a few things about certain things like say comments on media and stuff um, there was there was things I want to say there was things I liked about it I didn't dislike this film but there was things about it I didn't like. Um, Wonder Woman's quite a big character in it. Um, she sort of stands by Superman throughout the film when she probably shouldn't, uh, to a point to the point that she doesn't. <coughs> Batman's in it very briefly, weirdly, uh, and it's a Russian version of Batman. Um, which really didn't sort of fit, you know. It's always nice to see Batman, you know, he's my favorite. Um, but it didn't really fit, and um, he was in it, it was a super short amount of time. Like, he's announced into the film, he's in it very briefly, and then he's not in it anymore. Uh, there was a different version of um, the Green Lanterns again. <clears throat> um, nice to see things like that, you know, being in it. Um, you know, it's always good to see other elements, early elements of the Justice League, but it's an alternate version, so that allows them the ability to play with the story and. That doesn't always go that well, so you end up with this odd version of Green Lanterns. Um, also, not really explained. They had the whole um, the the Green Lantern that comes to Earth and they get the ring, um, and they've got Hal Jordan, uh, John Stewart, and stuff like that. But there was no explanation as to how they ended up with more rings. You know, these guys didn't go off and join the Green Lantern Corps. They just suddenly turned up with loads of Green Lanterns. Which, you know, they were suggesting that Lex Luthor had created them, supposedly in a lab. So it's like, mm, yeah, not a fan of that. Um, Brainiacs in it. Um, and then... Uh, spoiler alert but uh, is it any surprise that when Brainiac's involved that he ends up being the bad guy that was a bit of one of those like the moment that it was like Brainiac's here, ok Superman just defeats him cool, Superman keeps him hanging, keeps him around ok so he's the bad guy then things like that it was an enjoyable watch uh, I'm not saying it wasn't but there was a lot about it that it was a bit like uh really you, you, you're doing it like this sort of thing uh, i've got another one to watch um justice league i can see it from here but i can't because it's down apocalypse war i have a feeling that i should have watched others in the run-up to watching this um i've seen the beginning um But I'll I'll sit down and watch it. But like I say. I have a feeling that I've probably missed. Like story. Um, But we'll see. Um, So those were the films. I Other than. um, I was going to say other than VR. But I haven't played VR until. Last night. And I didn't play it. I was doing the boxing. Uh, The only game I've played is. um, No that's not true. I've played Ghost of Tsushima can't really say that word uh, but i've also been playing uh, dc universe with my oldest um she's kind of getting into it uh, she's very good at it um but i think because there's so much you know it's quite involved and there's so much to remember and there's so much to do and it's just it's just a very in-depth game i think it gets a bit too much for her um, but she's she's getting very good at like the controls and like flying and like the up and and down and stuff she's very good at that Uh, so we'll see how that goes how she progresses with that Um, I've been playing a bit as well because I had a character that I wanted to get up to, uh, to max level so there's that Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is fantastic. Uh, I'm really enjoying that game. Everybody had this thing about how... um, The Last of Us Part 2 would be... Very much like The Last of Us. It would be the game that would close out this generation. Uh, But then I've seen some stuff recently... That was saying in actual fact... It was supposed to be The Last of Us Part 2. But it is definitely The Ghost of Tsushima. I would agree... At this point in time... You know I don't like to give a full review... Because games will... Turn on you. Games are fickle bitches, um, and they will turn on you. Don't ever think they won't. Uh, At this point in time, I am thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, Somebody asked me today if, as an open world game, was there lots to do, and I was like, you barely go two hundred yards without something to do, either a a fight, or a base, or a shrine, or a, a different. You know, there are loads of different types of shrines, or a a healing pool or a bamboo cutting thing or a battle or something there's been loads of missions up till this point like anybody you speak to basically gives you a mission to do Um, it's very much one of those that the map is like you can't see the map until you discover places and anywhere you go just unlocks more places to go and more map to reveal Uh, when you zoom the map out it shows you how big it is and it's it's massive I think I'm starting to get towards the end of the first area however what I will say about that is that um, there's still loads to do Um, there's like loads of missions and there's still loads of places to discover and all this Um, there's still stuff to unlock Uh, one of the things I will say is that it doesn't feel like the Progression, like the XP progression is overly quick, but working on the principle that the game is presumably quite large, they obviously don't want you unlocking everything in the first area and then having nothing to do. So that's understandable. It's just, there's so much to unlock. There's like um, three different categories: it's like uh, your stance, your ghost abilities, and your samurai sort of stuff and in that then there's like the stances four different stances and each one of those has got stuff to unlock you've got a multitude of things to unlock so there is a lot um, so it's kind of it's kind of that sort of thing it's that there's a lot to unlock so there's that um i am enjoying it uh i really am I'm very much enjoying it so uh, I'll keep you posted with it I'll keep playing it until it doesn't want me to whether that's before or after the end who knows but we will find out um, <clears throat> obviously you guys know that I've been reducing down talking to you about my workouts because they're, they're just they're just workouts they're very much the same they involve the same things uh, and, and, and so on. The only thing I'm going to say is... I've seen a thing... The gyms reopened on Saturday... I've been in touch with my gym... And discussed my return to the gym... Got a little deal going... Um, and all of that's cool... But I've seen these things recently... These posts... And somebody mentioned to me... About one of these things... And I was like... interested. So they're saying... If you've done no exercise... In the five months. That the gyms have been closed. How to go about. Going back to the gym. And saying you should. Reduce your weights. By half. You should uh, you should do various things. This that and the other. And I was like. That's a really interesting concept. Something that I never really considered. Especially for the fact that. When I return to the gym. I will have. Doubled the weights I was lifting like pretty much all of them so for you know when he's talking about these people it's like if you've done no exercise in that time it's like I am not the most active of people no matter how much I try to be but no exercise really uh, I mean, I I understand that You know, it was a very difficult time for me when the the gym annou- you know, the announcement that the gyms were closing—and going that day and it being closed and being like, man, I wanted to get that last workout in, and and that that struggle. But yeah, talking about reducing your weight by half, what you were lifting—it's like, oh, talk about a step backwards obviously I'm super fortunate to be able to have that ability to still continue working out at this time Um, I'm hoping that I'll be able to go back to the gym in the next couple of months Um, that's all depending on how they go about operating Um, but yeah I'm, I'm interested to see what difference it will make to me going into a gym lifting what I was before lockdown compared to what i'm lifting now that to me is going to be the interesting bit so there um i believe it's hill sprints on wednesday super looking forward to that yeah Uh, so that's it for this one there we go another one done um thanks for listening and i'll speak to you guys next time So there we go, what do you think to that? Another one done, another week gone. I mean, it's probably nearly Christmas at this point, isn't it? YouTube watchers, do us a favour and subscribe. And if you've already subscribed, you're a good person, so, you know, there's that. Um, Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there. Send us some social media love, or drop us an email, tell us what's on your mind. If it's a good email, I'll read it out, how's that? So there we go that's this one done until next time i'm gonna say bye and i'll see you then bye